0: Parenting to get your code for 15% off your order. Because great parenting deserves a great home. Home Threads. Love where you live. What's the easiest
1: choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. So this week, like I mentioned last week, I will be discussing something a little off topic from the usual parenting topics, and that is giving ourselves permission to feel attractive and sexy. The dads in the audience are like, yes. So this is a continuation of the topic I covered a few weeks ago about New Year's resolutions and the most popular resolution of all to live healthier. So what does this have to do with parenting and what does it have to do with living healthier? It has several important connections, First, it goes along with self-care and taking time to care for ourselves and setting up that positive example for our kids. Whether we're in a marriage, a relationship, or single, we are always a model for our kids. When we feel good about ourselves in any and especially in every way, we are just happier people and therefore happier parents with more patience. For those in relationships, modeling healthy relationships and showing interest and affection in your partner is another great gift to our children. When we feel attractive and sexy, we tend to be more affectionate in our relationships. While this episode will not be even remotely explicit, not by a long shot, I will be talking about what it means to feel sexy and lots of different ways of accomplishing this. The material is not inappropriate for children of any age. Or another way to say that is it's appropriate for children of every age. But if this is something you're not sure about, you're feeling a little unsure or uncomfortable about your child hearing, then you may want to listen with earphones or when your child or children are not around. So starting out, it's funny how something that generally speaking, not for all of us, but in general, relies on a sexual act to achieve, meaning parenthood, but can leave us feeling so unsexy. Everyone has vastly different experiences with this from pregnancy throughout the parenting journey. We all have times we couldn't feel less sexy, and hopefully times where we've never felt more so. What I'll discuss today is how to make those times more and more frequent, and how to embrace the unsexy times for what they are, while also limiting them. So why is this a topic that I felt was important? Honestly, it's because it's something that I struggled with a lot over several years and just finally broke out of it earlier last year, and I wish I had broken out sooner. It's always nice to feel attractive, and I didn't for a very long time, from the time my twins were born until they were about five. That's a long time. Too long. Actually, earlier this year, I sat down with my husband and had a discussion with him about this and about our goals as we age. With both of us now in our mid-40s and quickly heading towards 50, I wanted us to improve and maintain our physical fitness as well as just feeling attractive. Now for me, I actually felt very sexy when I was pregnant. I loved almost every minute of it. I had very easy pregnancies with very little sickness. I just had a little bit with the twins for a couple of weeks and always in the evenings after I took those nasty prenatal vitamins. Although my ankles filled up like huge balloons, as long as I was wearing pants, I felt great. And yes, sexy the entire time with both pregnancies. Well, until the very end. But once I got towards the end and felt like I was the size of a locomotive, I wasn't feeling much, but ready to have my body back. And then two kids breastfeeding and feeling like I was a walking milk machine did not help. Move on to days, weeks, and months, and even years on end of diapers, poop under the fingernails, spit up baby food messes, and everything else that goes along with caring for three kids within 20 months of one another, plus graduate school and whatever exercise I could manage. I barely sat down for three years straight. I wore sweatpants or yoga pants every day. No makeup, hair in a ponytail or bun, and I rarely showered. Mmm, sexy. Sexy. It finally hit me one day in the car as I'm driving the kids, and they were all having a good time. They were laughing and giggling, but they were being very loud. I couldn't concentrate, and it just hit me that I felt that I had, I don't know, somehow lost my sexuality in this parenting journey. I hadn't lost myself per se, but I still just felt so ridiculously unsexy. It wasn't even funny. And I don't want this to sound the wrong way because I love being a mom, but I just felt like such a mom, like 24-7 all-mom channel. I knew I needed to figure out how to feel like an attractive woman and a mom. I knew it was good to be both, and I wanted to find a way to be both. Now, attractiveness comes in many forms. It's not just physical. Physical. Yes, it's physical, but it's also kindness and caring and loving and attitude and motivation and intelligence and hard work and patience and confidence. I realize also that I'm speaking from a woman's point of view, and these are the things I find attractive. And all of the non-physical forms of attraction enhance feelings of physical attraction. Now, feeling and being attractive doesn't have to mean and shouldn't mean having the perfect physique. There is so much more to it, like I've already shared. I've seen some very attractive people who are all shapes, sizes, and ages. Their talents, confidence, intelligence, and so many other positive qualities shine through. I'll share lots of ways to work on gaining confidence and improving feeling physically attractive since there are a lot of small things we can do and change fairly quickly. Then I'll touch on some of the other areas as well that can also play a big part in feeling desirable. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. I'm going to start with pampering and pampering isn't just for moms. It's for dads too. We all work hard for our families, whether it's inside the home, outside the home, or both, and we all deserve some pampering. I don't know anyone alive, mom or dad, who doesn't feel drastically better and more attractive after a hair appointment. And actually, just earlier this week, I was in desperate need of a haircut and color. And I feel and look so much better afterwards. Now, other ways of pampering that can help us feel renewed and relaxed and more attractive are things like nails and massages. I personally am not a nail person. I really don't like having my nails done. I don't like people touching my fingernails, and I definitely don't like them touching my feet. And the cuticle part is the worst for me. I can count on one hand the number of times in my life I've had my nails done. The first time was for my sister's wedding. But some people love it. So if you love it and it makes you feel good, it's a great inexpensive way to get pampered. Now massages are my favorite. Okay, well, next to my hair because my hair actually shows, but I love getting a massage. And especially if you're physically active, it's great for preventing injury. It's not something I get to do very often. Actually, it's been years and it's really time for me to get in and get a massage. I need to get them done more often. So that's on my list of a way to pamper myself this year and take care of my body better. Another relatively inexpensive way I really like to pamper myself and I also feel like it makes my face look so much better, is getting my eyebrows shaped. And this isn't just for moms either. If you're a dad with big bushy eyebrows or a unibrow or too many hairs in in between them over your nose, go get them done. Try it out. If you feel weird about it, don't tell anyone, but you might be surprised. Again, pampering isn't just for moms. Makeup. Okay, so makeup is pretty much just for moms. Maybe a few dads out there like it, and that's great. I went years without wearing a spot of makeup when the kids were really little. I just didn't have time. But once I started working as a therapist, I felt like I needed to start putting a little effort into my appearance. I had pretty much forgotten how to apply makeup, and it seemed like makeup had changed drastically in the years since I had left the working world. So I went to a makeup store and walking in was so overwhelming. There were shelves and shelves of just eyeshadows alone. So I got some help with the people who work there, with everything. I also just learned a new secret from my hairdresser. And yes, I feel about 200 times more attractive after getting my hair done yesterday. It was like a rat's nest in a constant ponytail with swim-damaged hair and too many grays. Shh, don't tell anyone. So what secret did I learn? Like I mentioned, as much as I hate having my nails done and as much as I'm a pretty sporty and no frills kind of gal, the first time I had false lashes put on, and I think it was for my own wedding, I loved it. I've had them put on at makeup stores a few times before important meetings and things, but I've only tried putting them on myself once. That is really hard, so I just don't do it. But I'm sure with practice I'd get better, but it's so time consuming for me right now. But my hairdresser had these gorgeous lashes that looked really natural. I asked her if they were hers or if she had some lashes put on, and she told me that she got lash extensions. Now, for any of you who know about this, you're probably wondering what rock I've been living under. But for those like me, you might be as excited as I am to learn about it. Apparently, they can last a long time if you treat them well. She told me no oil-based makeup removers around the adhesive and being really careful not to rub the eyes. But she also said she works out, she sweats, she showers, she even bumps them with her arms and hands as she sleeps in the middle of the night, and they stayed on for almost a month now. So I'm pretty excited to try this, and I looked up the cost. They can range quite a bit, from $10 to upwards of $150. Yikes, that seems like a lot for something that's only going to last a few months. But apparently, you can also do it yourself and buy the kit, which the kits cost anywhere from $10 to $20. So if I can find someone to do a nice job who doesn't charge too much, I really am excited to try this out. In the same arena, skincare. Now I admit I am not the most knowledgeable about skincare and actually I treated my skin pretty bad for a while and it shows. It's one of the areas I am most regretful. I went on too many long rides and runs without proper sunscreen. I would always put it on before I left But then I'd go out and ride for eight hours or run for three hours and sweating all throughout these workouts and never reapply. Now I wear a very strong dermatologist recommended sunscreen and have had a few laser treatments to reverse some of this damage on my skin. So wear your sunscreen. My dermatologist recommends SPF 50 or higher with a zinc oxide in it. Moisturize your skin and drink lots of water. Water is the best thing for clear skin. A few new clothes are another thing that can really help to feel attractive. I try to find some cute outfits on Pinterest, and I do my best to find the pieces to put the outfit together. I find outfits that I think are flattering to my body type and accentuate my positives. Now, I'm by no means a fashion expert or stylist, but I do know my own body type, and for me, wider-legged pants that are fitted but not too tight around the hips or thighs look best on me and help me feel sexier. And actually, if anyone listening is an expert on makeup, skincare, or in this arena of styling and clothing for different body types, or you know anyone who is, I'd love to have you on and have you share your knowledge with us. Exercise. Yes, exercise. And I know I talk about this a lot. I know it's a big part of my life. One of the few things that I really do well to get in regularly, but it is a vital part of feeling attractive. It doesn't mean we're perfectly sculpted or a size 2 or 4, an 8 or 10 or whatever. I have seen so many people of so many different sizes and shapes who are very fit, who are fast runners, who are fast swimmers, amazing dancers, strong hikers, you name it. Exercise gets endorphins going and keeps the body working smoothly. And it's amazing for both physical and mental emotional health. I notice a huge difference, as does everyone I know, and research supports this, that the difference in mood and attitude when regular exercise is part of the routine is huge. Now, there's a woman in my swim class who is amazingly fast, faster than a lot of the men, and she's probably seven years older than me and has a very different build than I do. She's absolutely amazing, both in the water and out. She's actually become a really good friend of mine as well. She's an amazing person in many, many ways, and she's beat my best mile time by six and a half minutes. She is phenomenal. Also, I know I've said this before, but I always have to remind myself of this. On those days, I don't want to get out of bed or after I've gotten over a cold or illness, and I feel like I'm starting all over again with exercise, and that is exercise slows the aging process at the cellular level. People who are strong athletes into their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s are my role models. They're my heroes. I admire them deeply. They could relax and stop pushing so hard, but they get out there and they work hard day after day, week after week, year after year, refusing to slip quietly into old age. To me, that's just amazing. Attitude and confidence. There is something so sexy about attitude, accomplishment, and confidence. Think about all you have accomplished, about the type of person you are, your gifts and talents, whatever makes you uniquely you. These should be sources of self-esteem and add to your feeling attractive. We are multi-dimensional beings with a lot to share with the world, way more than just how we look. Looks fade as we age, but accomplishments and attitude do not. We get to keep these. If you struggle in this area, spend some time focusing on it, thinking about those things. If you feel there's some areas that you need to fill in or embellish, then think about how you're going to reach those goals. Next week, I'm going to share answers to questions I've given to parents who have written in. As I mentioned, I had a great bedtime question from a mom of two toddlers who was trying to get her evenings and nighttimes back. I also got a question about rewards from the episode on rewards, and I've also gotten a question about power struggles and teens, so I'll cover these in next week's episode. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, you can send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.